Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the WizBank Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Goodall. Today with me, I'm going to let her describe what she does, yeah. and I'm not going to follow the notes too closely. Okay. Welcome to the podcast, Eileen Tilson. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm glad I got your name super perfect the yeah. first time and didn't have any <laughs> problems with it at all. You know, you you didn't fuck up on the bad part. I mean, most people mess up <laughs> Eileen because they just can't figure that name out. So, What kind of name is Eileen? Is that Irish? It's very Irish. That's yeah, Irish it's a very name. Irish name. Yeah. Eileen, tell me what you do in the music industry. You're a music industry pro. Yeah. You're deep in the game. Yeah. What I've are you all about? I've been for over 20 years, which is crazy to think about. Right on. That's yeah. great. Um, so I oversee all of the marketing and artist development at Oh Boy Records, which is John Prine's record label that he founded in 1981. Very cool. That's a synopsis. That's a, that's a great synopsis. That sounds like it has a lot more depth to it than just that one yeah. sentence. Well, I mean, because we're a family-owned label, right? Like the Prines own the label. We're really small. So I think when you work at a really small label, you have to be able to wear lots of hats, mm -hmm. whatever that means for whatever day. I mean, there's, you know, we're all not too high and mighty to not take the trash out. You know what I mean? Right. You don't have an assistant in Nashville here helping I you guys mean, out? I mean, yeah, sure, but you know. Whenever I move here one day, I'll take the trash out okay. at Oh Boy Records in the hopes that I can uh, get some demo money out of yeah, you guys. Totally. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm totally kidding. Nice. Tw you've been there since the beginning? So, no. No, I wasn't born in 1981. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. Excuse um, me. So, John and his manager, I'll get it right eventually. started in 1981. <laughs> and then Al passed away, and the Primes took over in 2015, right. and I started then. Okay. Um, too many hats, but like, mm -hmm. what is, you mentioned hats. What does that essentially mean? I mean, what would you put on a business card? It's really interesting. Cause I ask people this all the time, exactly what yeah. you do. And everyone always there's the, you could fill the business card with what you do. I mean, so I think John actually said it best one time he was accepting award and he was like, you know, thanks to uh, my son, Jody Whelan, who runs Oh Boy Records. And thanks to Eileen Tilson, who really runs Oh Boy Records. She keeps the train on the tracks. Okay. And I was like, oh, that sounds perfect, actually. That is what I do. I think I, my job is to keep everything moving forward. And, I, and you know, I think I do that pretty well. Uh, somehow, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. We all need people. I feel like artists really need people to kind of help funnel them and just keep them yeah. on the tracks. Yeah. yeah. What do you feel like a label is up to in 2022 because I know I see as an independent artist um, I see a lot of information battling what labels do and don't do what they used to do what yeah. they could be doing I mean do you feel like this is like a turbulent time for like a small family-owned label no uh, so so I was saying to you earlier one of the interesting things about our label is um, most labels sign artists and I mean I hate to pop this bubble but like because you know they need to pay bills right like that's how they keep their lights on they ha they sign all these big acts and they make money and whatever because John owns the label or and his, his family owns the label we never needed the extra money to sign artists or we weren't dependent on our artists to make us money you know what I mean right so it really puts you in a position where you can sign artists that you just really believe in you yep. can just Kind more of, of a on. niche passion project rather yeah. than like a business that's like has a hard emphasis on yeah. turning profits. There's no bottom line for us, right? Like there's no board we have to report to. There's nobody we have to ask permission to do something. You know, John signed a guy named Dan Reeder, who's probably the most obscure artist you could possibly find, but yet he fits oh boy, you know? And our, I think throughout the 40 years that the label has been there, we signed sort of eclectic mm -hmm 
really strong songwriters. Right. And that's always what we believed in. Songwriting, so songwriting is the, uh, the apex of what yeah. it's really all about at yeah. Oh Boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. I mean, is there, how often do you have to go and like, do you actively seek out stuff or does it just kind of find its way into your own ether? I think a little bit of both. I mean, we get hit up, as everybody does, with new music constantly, people wanting to sign, people telling us, you know, oh, I, I sing this song and it sounds just like John Prine. Well, that's obviously not what we're looking for. But yeah. I think, um, you know, we're, we also are sort of notorious for like sliding into Instagram DMs and saying, hey, we really like you. And, you know, would you want to come be on our label? Really? I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. We found this guy. Well, Jody found this guy named Trey Burt randomly on some Spotify playlist and then just reached out to him and said, you know, we really, we really dig you. Wow. How would you come? Would you like to be on our label? That would be a fun day to wake up to a DM and somebody offering yeah. to, you know, I guess when you grab somebody and you bring them into the fold is, do you pivot into this thing of like, how can I grow this artist? Or do you just focus on what the artist wants for their project? Or is it like, Um, I mean, I know you don't have to necessarily chase some kind of bottom line or worry about that, but like, I mean, what are the goals for some of these more obscure artists is the goal. I mean, to just give them a platform or is it to also just help them grow, you know? So I'm a really big believer in building a fan base and Mm -hmm. in, my opinion to to have a career in music a real true career in music you have to build your fan base to where you're only serving those people um and so my sort of first goal when we take on a new artist is to find even the five people that really really like that artist and then figure out how to multiply that and exponentially then, mm-hmm, and so on and get those people to be really engaged with you and then everything else like you know, we pay a lot of money for publicists and all this sort of stuff, and that's important, but it's not as important as that person buying your ticket to your show. No, it's it's still about shows, mm-hmm. no matter, I mean, the internet can become as complex as it, it, and it's just going to, but there's still nothing that's gonna work, I don't think, better than just a really good live yeah. show, and then afterwards, being perhaps, in the early days at least, when you're growing, being accessible. Yeah. You know, people being able to come up and talk to you or whatever, sign up, sweatshirt. Yeah. That stuff, that doesn't go away. That's old school. It almost sounds like, you know, like, what's the word? Antiquated or whatever, you know, because I I talk all the time about socials on here, but like, there's still so much merit in that. I think it's, you know, socials are important to keep your fans updated who, but that's only a fraction, you know, like, uh, we always give the example of when we were announcing John's last album, The Tree of Forgiveness, I, I knew a lot of his fans were not online. So we and we had this laundry list of addresses from people. We used to do a mail order back in the day. Mm-hmm. So we had hundreds and hundreds and hun- actually thousands of physical addresses. And we just made postcards and I had John make a little digital note saying, hey, I have a new album coming out. And we just mailed them. We mailed, I don't know, 40,000 postcards. 40,000? And had our phone number on there saying, if you wanna order this record, call this number. And they, you know, it worked. It worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it really, that's almost, it's not even necessarily the age of the audience. It's really just doing whatever you must do to reach any audience. Yeah. So if you know a certain artist's audience wouldn't be on Instagram to see that a new album's coming out, adapting to that. That's yeah. what you're talking about when you're saying keep it all on the rails. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. The, I mean, the adaptation aspect it of it. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Wow. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's right for an artist to have to do every single thing. You know, it, it's... It, for something that works for one artist is not going to work for the other. And it drives me insane when I see these cookie cutter campaigns and 
forcing artists to do the same thing that other artists are doing. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I see a lot of people on social media preaching about their the way they got to where they're going. Yeah. And they're usually not really necessarily artists you listen to. They're people who are almost like selling a business course yeah. of like how to, you know, get syncs or how to get a record deal or whatever. They're not necessarily people you're actively listening to. Yeah. Oh gosh, I just lost my point just going back into there. Um the cookie cutter campaign. Cookie cutter campaign. I mean, I feel like all the people I really like had kind of a quirky rise to meeting, you know, my yeah. view, my eyeballs. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah. definitely, was not a cookie cutter system at all. No, I mean, I think a lot of it is like being in the right place at the right time and all that. But again, going back to my other point, if you just super serve your fans and you always put them as like the most important people in your career, they are going to get behind you. Right. You're going to make them feel special, you know? Right. We always at Oh Boy, we always let fans know before we let a press release go out. Always, 100%. Because I don't believe in, you know, some diehard fan reading about a new album on RollingStone.com. I'd rather them hear it from the artist first. Right. Via the mail? Yeah. <laughs> whatever. I mean, whatever works. Whatever right. I have to do. I'm trying to think if I had... Where do you see... I'm going to my notes just briefly. I know you okay. didn't want to go to the notes, but I only have one question, really. Okay. It's just, what makes you... Well, what's, which, which question do you want to do better? I think you want to see... Oh, you're gonna have to edit this out. I'm completely fucked. Anyway, what makes you want to sign somebody? And like, where do you see, oh boy, going in the next five years? Yeah. What's the five-year plan for you keeping it all on the rails? Yeah, um, I always joke that we're gonna be the sub pop of the South. So since I was a little girl, I always wanted to work at Sub Pop Records. I thought they were like the coolest indie record company ever. And when I started at Oh Boy, I was like, we have an opportunity to be the coolest label in the South, at least for mm -hmm. sure. And so my intent is to just continue to have this roster of artists that are just better than everybody else, you know? And I know that sounds really, really narcissistic, but <laughs> in my mind, it's like, we can do that. We have the freedom to sign who we want to f sign without having to, to go up against some sort of competition. And, uh, you know, we're never going to be a label that has 15, 20 artists on its roster ever. Um, but How we, many do you have? Including John's catalog or not? Including. One, two, six. Six, okay. Mm -hmm. It's really a family. There's, that's a, that sounds like a family. Six oh, people. Living in a tight. house, keeping yep. it all on the rails. Yep. That's how I sum it all up. See how that brought it all yeah. back? Yeah. See, I am a pro at podcasting after yeah. all, everybody. Thanks for stopping by today. Eileen Tilson, Old Boy Records. Thanks. Thank Thanks you. for having me.